Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Well, I think his greatest asset is things that people aren't talking about because we kind of started to cheat a little bit, especially this past year. I mean, you know, I, I think his knowledge of the game, his understanding of the game, his ability to play multiple coverages is something that I think he's going to do a phenomenal job of that people have a hard time probably evaluating because we kind of use him in a different way, you know, just because the sheer fact of how good he was and how many people try to avoid, stay away from him. So I think his ceiling is even higher. He can cover. He's got length. He's got what it takes to play at that position, meaning the right mentality and personality. I believe that's, uh, what's his name from Cincinnati? Ohio State guy. On Sauce Gardner. Who's the coach? Why is my his name not? Uh, oh, Taylor? No. Gives it an F. What's his name? Luke Fickle. Fickle. Well done. Oh, the, since, okay, I think meant the Bengals coach. I was yeah, getting, that was yeah, well I done. You. Yeah. <laughs> I was eventually going to get there. I, I don't know when, <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah. going to get there. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, back here at Tavoli's House of Cards as uh, we hang out here on Wednesdays. Just debuted our Dream 18 show, by the way. Hope you uh, had a chance to catch that. If not, we'll have it every Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday, every Wednesday uh, at 2 o'clock. And that was, a, that was a weird meshing of time and day. And somehow came up with Tuesdays. Yeah. And I said 2 o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's like, wait a minute. Did we change the show for next week? No, for sure. Uh, I need to know these things, you know. Anyway, uh, we'll have our <laughs> a little heads up would be appreciated. <laughs> uh, we really feel like uh, putting this show out, we're going to have some fun with it. Uh, it gives us some more local programming, too, here on ESPN 690 that uh, – uh, this show leads right into Action Sports Jacks OT, Monday through Friday. We have the Jacks O Jumbo Shrimp, of course. But you can also find uh, the Dream 18 show on our podcast and just look up Dream 18. Uh, we will launch, we'll put the podcast out with some extra material on the weekends. So I uh, hope you can find it. Jim Furyk was our guest talking about a 58, and we'll have guests throughout. So it's like a three month show we're trying out and uh, trying to uh, have a little fun and also. Uh, tell some stories along the way. So that debuted today from Devoli's House of Cars as well. Shock Your Mock coming up uh, here in just a couple minutes. Haven't touched on this topic just yet. Uh, Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, three years, hundred and what was it, $21 million? Yeah. Uh, two things of note. I don't think it was a guaranteed contract. So does that mean Deshaun Watson didn't change the game? Um, it was not fully guaranteed to, to yeah. give that background. Apparently, only twenty-five million guaranteed, which is kind of really? odd. Yeah, that's really? what I thought. That is a little odd. Okay, so so there's a few things. Let's start with the guaranteed money. Sure. We wondered if that would change the game. Correct. It doesn't appear like it has, at least in this instance. That doesn't mean it can't with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But did you kind of think like the next quarterback coming down the road would be like, okay, Deshaun Watson got it guaranteed. Um, I'll take mine guaranteed, or at least a large percentage of it. Yeah, I mean, depending on the situation, you know, like, well, to me, whatever is salary cap friendly. You know, like, I'm not sure, like, what the Derek Carr contract looks like in terms of how it's spread out, like, how it affects the salary cap. Is it salary cap friendly or not? I would assume since it's not that much up front, it probably Puts it well, they spent a ton of money, so they might have backloaded yeah. a bunch of it to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I assume that's probably what happened there. Um, but overall, I mean, like, 
and unless there's going to be a forcing injury, like you get the vibe that Derek Carr is going to be there all through. You know, I mean, especially with Josh McDaniels coming in now, being an offensive-minded guy. Um, to me, I mean, th- that's big for Derek Carr because they have faith in him, which they should. I mean, we had the conversations last year about how he's one of the most underrated players in all football. And now it's pretty cool to see that, he, you know, it's finally getting justified a little bit. Um, and he is making some more money just because I think he's earned that. I, I think it's a really cool story with Derek Carr, by the way, what you just said. I mean, um, I'm a big believer of that word earned. Yeah. And and I think Derek Carr has done that. I mean, it's a it's a great turnaround. I thought there are multiple times in the first few years of his career that he was like, not long for the starting position in the NFL, yeah. but he easily fallen into like a Marcus Mariota kind of situation, right? Yeah. Uh, even a Trubisky where some of the numbers look pretty good, but the eye test was, eh, I don't feel that great about it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I mean, look what he's gone through. He's gone through coaching changes. He's gone through, I mean, really a mess last year at times from losing his receiver to other, and his coach. Of course. And now has gone through this regime and said, hey, you're the guy. But there's still something that says about that contract says, we're not really sure you're the guy because we're only going three years. Isn't that what that kind of says? I mean, a little bit, you know, and uh, I think, once again, I mean, is it a prove-it contract? I mean, I really don't think so. I just think that, see, I see those three years and I say, all right, he balls out. He plays in a new offense. He does well. And then he has a chance to re-up again. So good for him. You know, I mean, that's how you can look at it. We can also look at it. Do they really value him that much? I mean, to me, it's a new coach. You know, I think there's still some unsure of exactly how great Derek Carr can be. But he has the hot hand right now. You have to roll with it. Derek Carr, by the way, uh, is uh, – got to do the math on his age. Uh, Derek Carr's already 31 years old. Okay. I didn't realize he was that old. So that's – that. You know, they're not going to lock into him until he's 37, 38 years old. Now, 31 years old isn't old for a quarterback, just to make sure. You just kind of get into your prime, potentially. Mm-hmm. Also, reminder that he was drafted in the Blake Bortles draft as a second-round guy. Yeah. And uh, that is interesting of note, too. He has now passed for over 30,000 yards, 65% completion rate, and 193 touchdowns against 85 picks. And the numbers are pretty good. Yeah, you know yeah. Uh, his passer ratings at ninety two point four in his career. He's he's a three time Pro Bowler now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still doesn't feel like he gets that kind of respect, and I think there's still question marks about him. Hence the three year deal, in my opinion. Um, but even at thirty four years old, if he does ball out, to your point, and really he'll probably never make it that far. It'll probably be like two years, and then they'll rip it up and say, yeah. "Hey, we're going to give you five more." Yep. So he's still got plenty of time to go, then sign another one. Yep. And so he was probably okay with it. He's already made a lot of money. This is a lot of money. And yep. then if he he's kind of betting on himself a little bit, like, listen, that's cool. That's a good annual salary. If you don't want to commit to me for too long, you'll want to commit to me in another couple of years for longer. No, for sure. And, you know, it just goes to show you when your team has success, a lot of people start getting paid. I mean, in 2020, he had some of the best numbers of really any quarterback. He was actually a top five quarterback uh, in 2020. You know, it's just the fact that the team has to start winning. Once the... Once your quarterback play reflects on how well your team is doing, that's an opportunity to get a new contract. They go to the playoffs this past year. Um, I think they exceeded a lot of expectations with all the drama that they had to encounter in that locker room, and I think he got rightfully paid from it. So um, we'll, we'll see where he, we, you know, where he goes from now. I mean, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. All right. Uh, how about Shock Your Mock? We got one. We we, we got a Shock Your Mock. I'm just going to – I mean, before the music even starts here, before I even hit – tell Uh-oh. Casey hit, hit, hit the music, th- this is 
I don't know what's going on. I hired Casey. Um, looking at a little overtime here. I hired Casey to break down what exactly went down in terms of trades because we got no answers. This is more like a true detective kind of, kind of scenario. We got to break down how do they get these picks and, and what do they give away. We'll figure that out. Casey's on the case. And uh, Casey's we'll go from on there. The case. Casey's on the case. So we're going to go from there. Casey, hit that button, please. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined. Mortified and stupefied. So you tried to play GM and you started a mod. So I go to my boy Money Martin. I'll be popping in the truck. We sell the mud. Gonna suck your mock. 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 All right. So we didn't get a lot of, I guess, just like verification of where this thing came from, how we got to this. What does it all mean? Nothing really at all. All we know is that this mock came from Christian Peterson, uh, and that's at Peterson CO3, which I'm not sure if uh, the three is, is it Colorado? I, I don't know. All right, I really don't know anything about this dude. What I do know is I'm not sure if we're in fantasy land. I'm not sure if he paid some people off. I'm not sure if the draft network has officially been shut down because it's not ran by AWS. I'm not sure what's going on. All I know is I look at this mock draft, and it is complete chaos. Casey, can you kind of explain what have, may have happened of why we're picking three times in the top 21? Yeah, so I'll do the best I can here. Um, so the Jags now have picks five and seven, which means only one thing. Daniel Dimes is, Danny Dimes is done in New York because those two picks belong to the Giants. So okay. in theory, I'd like to believe picks five and seven for number one. Uh, why, I don't know. What else is involved, obviously don't know. And then uh, we'll get to pick number 21, which you might be thinking. The Giants have that one, too. No, not at all. Yes. The New England Patriots have that one. Okay. So how that situation came about, because uh, the Jags still have pick 33, and they didn't give up five or seven, and then they yes. get 21 without giving up 33. So I'm yes. just going to assume they're never, ever picking again like the Rams. <laughs> so... <laughs> To think I'm gonna have Shocker mock in 2000, you know, and 22, like the 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 futures mock, if you will. I mean, the, the 23, the futures mock, because we won't be picking anybody, right? So let's just assume that you trade around some from the first rounders from next year and the following year, and we'll leave it at that. Let's break down what we see. Let's try to analyze what we see. But just so you know, this is absolutely out of control. In case before we even get started, please hit the off the rails button because this is chaos. <laughs> Okay, so a lot of trades went down. We weren't really privileged to those. That's okay. Pick number five, and now, once again, maybe you trade it down a little bit, right? Maybe Hutchinson don't want to play it safe. You want to risk it for the biscuit a little more. All right, fantastic. And you go with the limpest of all the biscuits because you get number five in Iquanu which makes zero sense to me because this is a left tackle. He's not playing guard. He's probably not going to play right tackle. He's not playing center. So you've essentially just drafted a guy at left tackle when you have a guy that you just paid in Cam Robinson. We're off to 
quite possibly the worst start <laughs> in Shock Your Mock history. And this is including last year when someone took Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to repeat myself one more time. We are off to the worst start in Shock Your Mock history, and it only gets worse from there. And by the way, I will give you one little pass here, Christian. Oh, Brent, Brent's trying to make it better now. Well, right. I mean, good cop, bad cop. The mock came in. He hadn't signed his tag I don't care. when this mock came in. I don't care. But that doesn't matter because no. they were not going to go Cover left tackle bases. anyway. Cover all bases. Do, do, your, do your research. <laughs> do your due diligence. You, you got two guys at left tackle. Makes zero sense. All right, let's keep on going. So somehow, like Casey broke down, we got pick number seven now, and we got Trevon Walker at oh, the no. end. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, okay. So if we get Trevon Walker at number seven, I'm not mad I don't at it. I pick a putter at number five if we get Trevon Walker mean, at seven. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I, I, this isn't very realistic either. Once again, we're in a fairy tale right now. This is a Disney movie. This is a Pixar movie. But it is a draft need alert, Casey. Feel free to hit the button if you want. If you somehow trade down and get Trevon Walker at number seven, then I give you the golf clap of all golf claps because yeah. congratulations, you've officially, you know, flawed the system. How about we go like Trevon Walker at five and Drake London at seven? I mean, I'm, oh. ooh, 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 Casey likes that a lot. Casey likes that a lot. I mean, is Drake London the best wide receiver though in the draft? Oh, fine. I don't care who you pick. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm wondering. I mean, Casey will say that. I'm but wondering whoever you want. Okay. 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 Uh, Chris Olave, maybe. Uh, Casey, sorry. Garrett Wilson. Casey, put, put your earmuffs Jameson on. Jameson Williams. No, Jameson Williams. Wrong. Cool. Incorrect. All right. Well, you know what, Brent? Why would you do that? Because we have pick number 21. That means you can get a good, solid oh. receiver as oh, well because oh, we have all the picks. I mean, we have three first-round picks. NFL Network, awesome. NFL Network is losing their minds right now. So many commercials. <laughs> so much money is getting just donated to NFL Network because you have three first-rounders. You know how many commercials that is? This is going to be a commercial show. You might just go to Action Sports Jacks and watch the draft from there because you can actually see who these draft picks are going to be. Pick number 21, do you go wide receiver? Absolutely not, because this is the worst mock draft of all time. You're going 21 with Tyler Lindenbaum. Now, don't get it twisted, right? He may be the best center ever drafted, right? Like, there's a lot of hype around this guy, and I understand it. He could be a very special player. But if we're talking, if you have the choice of a center or a top-tier, top-flight wide receiver, come on, Brent. Come on. Come on, Brent. Like, what do you think, Trevor Lawrence is going to go Taylor Lindenbaum, go hunting with him? You think that's what's going to happen? You think they're going to go fishing one day? No, it ain't Gardner Minshew. Trevor Lawrence has zero time for that. He's a married man. He's a family man. He doesn't have time to go hunting with Tyler Lindenbaum. Okay, so with that being said, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to like this pick. I don't like this pick. I hope Brent Martin doesn't like this pick. Yeah. Casey, you don't like this pick. No, sir. Off the rails again, please. <laughs> Okay. Now, maybe we can have some sort, some sense of just normalcy here and, and some sense of just realism here. Yeah, we've got two offensive linemen yeah. and an edge player yeah. in the first 21 picks of the draft. Now, at pick number 33, I think it's a little bit of a reach as well because I think he goes a little sooner. But we got N'Kobe Dean. This could theoretically maybe happen, yeah. right? This is a draft need. I like it. N'Kobe Dean, we broke him down before. Let's get it again. Six feet. Six feet tall. He's not six foot anything. He's six feet tall, and that's okay. Uh, 225 pounds. Here's his new development. His reach, his arms, 31 and 7 eighths. Ooh, I like that number, 31 and 7 eighths. What does it mean? I don't know, but Trent Balky knows about it. Um, no 40-yard dash time, though, in the combine or in the pro day due to a supposed pec strain. Now, I don't know how to feel about that. Yes, Brent, you do need your pecs when you're running a 40-yard dash, yeah, right? True. I mean, you got to think when you're pumping those arms. You're not going to want your hands in your pockets. That's true. Wait, Charlie Brown? <laughs> you're not doing that. So, I mean, I understand that maybe, you know, the, the, the 40 was a little bit of a, of a concern. 
if you throw in the game film, though, the guy is sideline to sideline. Yeah, he's got the speed. He's the best linebacker, more than likely, in this draft. Um, if you give him at pick number 33, yeah, it could be a steal. He is still considered an elite prospect by all scouts that I read about. Elite. And they don't really throw the word elite around a lot. This guy is an elite prospect. Only thing he's got to work on just a little bit are the instincts, but come on. Let's, let's be honest. That's surprising. That's a work on yeah, instinct. That's what that's I said. That's what I feel well, like and, great. And here's what one scout said. And now, Casey, get that one button ready because you know how I feel about when the yeah. olds start talking about football players. <laughs> His tardy response allows blockers a chance. His tardy response allows blackers a chance. Just say he's got to work on his instincts. Yeah. His tardy response? Tardy hit, response. hit the button, Casey. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. I don't know how many times we got to break the, you know, these scouts down. His tardy response. No, man, he's fine, okay? The guy plays with, with emotion. He plays with instincts. He's the best linebacker in this draft. I don't want to hear about tardiness. Maybe he went to Georgia. Maybe he sat through classes. Maybe he didn't go to class. I don't know. But he was never late to classes, okay? He's got those kind of instincts. Enough said. Next pick. Oh, what do you know, Brent? Wide receiver. And it's my favorite one of the entire draft. It's not a Georgia Bulldog. We're, well, yeah, first of all, back-to-back Georgia Bulldogs. That's fine. Three out of five. But, okay, you know, I'm not mad at that national championship, but you know what I'm more upset about? It's back-to-back George Pickens. Okay? <laughs> and you know how I feel about the name George Pickens. All right? It's not a football wide receiver type of name. Maybe maybe he, he can be an owner one day of a football team. That sounds like a football owner's that name, George, Mr. George Pickens. Mr. George right? Pickens. Maybe if he's going to be in scouting, Mr. George Pickens. Exactly. But he, I don't want a wide receiver named George Pickens on this team. Would you feel better if George Pickens was a cornerback? No, nah, not real. I mean, see, uh, when I hear the name George Pickens, I don't think speed. I yeah. think more of, like, special think, teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you, by the way. I think your analysis of the George Pickens names is definitely like uh, the white picket fence guy that you're, I'm telling you. you're helping mow his lawn. I'm telling you. There, there, um, there, there's a George Pickens listing right now, and he just finished mowing his lawn, probably having a nice Miller Genuine draft yeah. and, and uh, old people beer, you know what I'm saying? And just uh, listening to the show, yeah. enjoying himself. Hey, George. Yeah, Good to have for you sure. listen. Hey, so we talk about way, George. Yeah. We've heard from Christian about how the picks moved around. Oh, have we? Oh, oh, I reached out. I said, hey, what happened here? <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, yeah how, did we, how did we end up with five picks in the top 33? Or Wait, top and what did four? he say? He said, I traded one for 5-7 in the Giants' second rounder. And then he said, use the Giants' second and a couple others to come up to 21. Okay. So I if the Patriots, I, I, if all it takes is a second and then, like, some sixth, can we do that, please? Yeah, I mean, yeah, in, in a perfect world, I'm sure you could. Going back to George, thank you for, for the clarification. I'm even more upset now because that makes zero sense, but I appreciate it, Casey. I'm telling you, Casey's on the case, dude. He is. I mean, but it's like the, the, the first 24 or the 24 hour, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You got 24 hours. I think we should start a new segment, the case of the Casey's. The case of the Casey. So, anyways, George Pickens, obviously, he has a Trent Bulky blue light special. We talked about yesterday, coming off of a torn ACL from two years ago. Trent Bulky salivating. <laughs> That's 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 the new soundbite of when Trent Baalke finds out that a player's got either a spinal surgery or a torn ACL. <laughs> okay, so Casey, no no need to even find the audio of that. Just have me do the. Hey, okay. Yeah, by the way, please out too. Please don't take a clip of that off the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch feeds. Oh yeah, it can, it can be misconceived. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so we talk about George Pickens. You know, <laughs> if he's going to be healthy, he could be a special player. But there's a big if, right? How is he coming off of this, this knee injury? How is he going to be? Um, and you know how I feel about it. His name is George Pickens. Sounds like a, like a, like a 
furniture liquidation store. Like George <laughs> George Pickens. You know, like, hey, I'm George Pickens. Come on down to George Pickens Furniture, you know, liquidation sales. And I, I don't know what that means. What is a, hey, what is a, a liquidation sale? <laughs> I don't know, but I can hear that commercial. Yeah. And all I know is you, you go to Wisconsin, you hear liquidation sales all the time in Wisconsin. I, I hope if George comes, he buys that spot on ESPN 690. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. We're, we're going off the rails here a little bit. Let's go to uh, let's go to Isaiah Likely now at pick number ninety four. Did we trade this pick? Do we have this? What, what happened here? Casey, I, I, I remember you told you. So this is the it had to Patri- be part of a trade. So it's the Patriots pick, I think, right? Or the Giants pick? Yeah. What? Does it matter, Giants, man? Okay. Probably. Okay. So we're talking about Isaiah Likely. You this lost is, everybody. This, this is a, yeah, I know. This is a tight end out of Coastal Carolina. Talked about him a little bit before. Keep in mind, coming from Coastal Carolina, didn't have a mullet. Um, everyone on that team had a mullet. He didn't. So is he really a team guy? Time will tell. I'll tell you what I don't like, though, and we shouldn't call him likely, more like unlikely, because the guy <laughs> ran a 4 8 in his pro day. And this is the pro day, not the combine where it's like the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. Ran a 4 8 flat at, at the pro day. Wow. That's I, where the I run a really 38. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I would have ran a 4-6 in my pro day if I ran it, but it was raining. And we, we you know, it's Murray State. can't afford anything. Uh, but, yeah, he ran a 4-8 at his, at, his, uh, at his pro day. Led the nation with 12 touchdowns, though, from the tight end position. So you like that a lot. Had a 7-3-3 in the three-cone drill. I think Tom Brady had a better score, no actually. That All I know is the three-cone drill, it was, like, one of the worst people I've seen. Wow, so, so we're not talking high athleticism here. I mean, unless there was a hurricane coming through and he had to run it in that, not really an <laughs> excuse to be taken where you're taken right now. But there's a lot to like about this guy. He is a receiving threat, not much of a, of a blocking tight end, and you know how I feel about that, Brent. We don't need our tight ends to block. We need him to catch touchdown passes. He has caught touchdown passes, but maybe against inferior competition just because, you know, the, the athleticism, what it says about him, not that great. Oh, and by the way, one scout's take. Um, I see weakness and his body lacks definition. You know what that means? A little chubby. He's a little, little soft. He's one of those skinny chubbies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and that's not a good look. I mean, it's one thing if you're an offensive lineman and you're chubby. Okay, great. But yeah. well, when you're a skinny chubby, nah, man, we're all good. We're all good. I got right, more news go. on the pitch, by the way. He looks like George Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Casey. Uh, pick... 94 is owned by the Chiefs. So now I'm going to have to get back with Christian. How do we get a pick from the Chiefs? What is going what do we trade? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, do we just, like, if we trade a player? I have no idea, Casey. But Casey's still on the case, man. I appreciate it, man. Keep doing the great work. Uh, you're doing God's work right now. Oh, oh, oh. 121 is a Chiefs pick, too. So we trade with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait, somewhere well, along the now way. Now keep in mind, guys, there's a Doug Peterson connection with Andy Reid. True. Wait so maybe let's put the two leaves together here a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe Andy Reid's like, hey, Doug, have some free picks. Good luck to you, man. I respect you a lot. So next pick, we got pick 121. We're going to Nick Cross. Break number who Nick Cross is? Uh, nope. You actually show no, actually Mississippi State. No. Oh, oh Maryland. Way cross. off. Start with an M, though, but that's about it. Uh, from Maryland, Maryland, six safety, six one, two fifteen, thirty one and a half inch arms. Okay, uh, four three four. Casey, hit me that lightning McQueen oh. button, please. Four three four. Speed, I am speed. Had the best scouting breakdown that I've read so far of any player. Wow. Operated as the bouncer of the Maryland defense, playing with the aggression and explosiveness to throw opponents out of the club when he can. I like that. I mean, what more do you want? So uh, now all of a sudden there's like a 30-year-old in the scouting department, and I like to see it. That's good. Because that's that's not an old dude dude saying that. That's That's like the description they used about me when I was bouncing at the Cheesecake Factory. Enough said, Brent, right? Uh, I'm sure those high school prom parties got out of control, and you had to chaperone those kids out of there. Kids are crazy. Yeah, you get get all that sugar in those kids, man, those teenagers. (laughs) They go absolutely nuts. Um... One thing I did not like.
like ago, and this is funny, this word popped up again, can be tardy triggering downhill in run support. So you had a great thing to say about him, and then that same, the same scout turned on and said, you know what, he's, ta he's tardy triggering downhill in run support. Not even sure what that means. Let's just keep on going on with our day. Here. Tongue twister, that's Tongue for twister sure. for sure. You're not lying. Alliteration. That, that was a rough one. Osmir White running back out of Georgia. Of course. This is this, this is the all Georgia team. Yeah. Right? A lot of Bulldogs coming in. Zamir White, we got to pick 124. Uh, ran a 4-4 flat. Can you see it at the button? Uh, I'm down for a 4-4 flat. Speed. I. Am. Speed. Six foot, 215, and they call him Zeus. Enough said. Zeus is good. What what more do you want from the guy? No, he's a great player. You think he lasts that? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell with running backs these yeah. days, right? I think that's a fair estimate. Okay. Could be. Okay, so then we have to round up the list here. We got Kobe Br Yep, Kobe Bryant at uh, cornerback. Oh, Kobe yeah. Bryant. Yeah. Yep, Kobe Bryant at cornerback. Uh, by the way, it's C-O-B-Y. Bryant. Yes. And they then uh, Tyquan Thornton at wide receiver, pick 197. There we go. There you go. I have one quick. If Christian keeps writing back and forth, are those pair of Shady Rays that he's got on in that picture? Oh, tell him, Brent. <laughs> tell him, Brent. Shady Rays. Uh, go to ShadyRays.com, Christian, because they're better than your mock draft. Yes. Thank you very much, right. Brent. And put Brent. the promo code in, Brent, for 50% off two or more pair of shades. And by the way, sorry I didn't have any Kobe Bryant information because I typed his name in and it corrected to Kobe Bryant from the yeah. Lakers. And, then and I you know that information. And I, and I, I, was, I was getting kind of washed out from this mock draft anyway so you, you guys can go ahead and look up kobe bryant for yourself see what he's all by about. the way uh christian also said you know what remember all those people that say i wonder if georgia can beat a team in the nfl yeah. he just decided to draft all of georgia to see if that and team could beat and, them. and let's find out <laughs> when are we playing the texans again let's put it to the test christian i yeah. don't know what the odds are but we'll put yeah, that yeah. To the test. yeah oh man listen i'll go for two first round picks by trading back in yeah this Crazy mock draft at three. Yes. And four Absolutely picks in insane. the top 33, and we didn't even take a receiver until your no. buddy George. No. I mean, listen, this doesn't even warrant breaking down because it's such a joke, right? Like, we just, it happened. It is what it is. Let's go on with our lives, right? I mean, it, it's almost like, uh, have you seen the movie Morbius yet? No. Well, don't go see it. But when, <laughs> but when you see it, you know, it happened. Um, it's part of Marvel Universe. Accept it for what it is and move on and let's go on with there our lives. And so yeah. we're going to move on right now. Action yeah, Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, live from Devoli's House of Cards. Uh, one of the experts, so-called experts, put out another mock draft today. What did they say about yeah. a two-round mock draft? Who are the Jags taking? We talk about it coming up on ESPN 690. Lamella Ball has the game and the social media presence, right? And that's what you're talking about, too, that combination. I'm going to go with another guy that I think has both of those things, and then he has this other element, and it's that guy right there, number 12 from Memphis, John Morant. So he's got the game to back it up. He's got the presence and, and the likability, and you see a lot of young players wearing that jersey, man. When, when Memphis came into town to play Philly, went to that game, John Moran put on a show. Now, B didn't play that night. You should have seen how many John Moran jerseys were in Wells Fargo that night. I don't know who that is. I'm talking about NBA. Yeah, it didn't help. I was talking the whole time to you guys, but uh, that, <laughs> that would be Tim Legler. Oh, Legler. Uh, this is my yeah. guy, Legler. I asked about him. You deliver. You know, I don't know. Like I missed Legler. You know, Chris Canty has to be on vacation because I'm not seeing any new sound. <laughs> well, so where's my pants? Or just not good takes. Well, especially, uh, uh, Chris uh, Canty's got the, uh, the hottest job rant takes, I, I feel like. <laughs> Brent Martin, along with Austin Lane, we are live at Tavoli's House of Cards in St. John's County off 210. 
really right off uh, 95, by the way. Come on out, say hello each and every Wednesday, uh, 3 to 6 with Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Action Sports Shacks OT coming up right after this show with Casey and Brian Middleton, and then right into the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp game on ESPN 690. Uh, give us the amount of trades. You don't have to go through everyone. How many trades did Christian make? I think you've now confirmed and tallied, Casey. Yeah, so so Christian, my guy, uh, we've been having going back and forth with the conversation. So, quite a few trades here, but um, what what we can document is, uh, yeah, pick one, which is throwing me off a bit because in this simulation, the Giants traded for pick one and then got Evan Neal for some reason. <laughs> but nonetheless, it was pick one sure. for five, seven, and thirty six. Then a trade with the Eagles that nobody even realized happened, in which the Jags got fifty one and one twenty four. In return for 65, 106, and 157. Then the Chiefs pick comes in, so the two Chiefs picks for pick 70, in which the Jags had. And then he got 21 via picks 36, 180, and 235. I need a Tylenol. I know. I mean, it's amazing. Now, he did say uh, all the trades were offered to him via the Internet computer, offered the trades. And look, he, he plays Madden just like the rest of us. You get offered a good trade, you accept it. Well, okay, at this point, though, we have to, like, reprogram that computer. Because you mean to tell me that the New York Giants traded a number one to, oh, I'm sorry, get Evan Neal? Yeah, that's what I am trying to tell you. I am telling you there's some questionable decisions when you look at who these other picks turned into yeah. um, from the other <laughs> teams. So, uh, uh, hey, uh, Imagine living in a universe where you actually believe in Daniel Jones, though. It's, 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 insane. <laughs> it's a good universe It's, to it's live the same in, universe Brent Martin lives in. That's about it's the it. same one the New York Giants live in. Yeah, that's about Ryan it. Ryan Dable. That's about it. Brent Martin, Ossalane, Casey Kurtz, um, all those. Tra- have we made anybody cry on Shock Your Mock yet? Because I know you've been getting some messages in your DM, like, leave me alone. I have. Well, no. One person just, I mean, yeah, it was something like that. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, 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 and listen, that. it's all satire. It's all in good fun. And the reason why we started Shock Your Mock so long ago, Brent, if you remember, is because people made it a habit. I think it was back in, what, 19? It was right. so long ago right now, wasn't it? Right but, when we started, yeah. But yeah, back in 19, people made it a habit of posting their mock drafts, and everyone said their mock draft was the best. And me being the tall, crisp, cool glass of reality, I had to come in and say, no, your mock draft sucks, and here's why. So that's how Shock Your Mock started. It's been, you know, it's been rolling ever since, and we're really proud of it. And hopefully you guys can take the joke. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, this gentleman was in here at the Voice House of Cards. Like, what do you guys have against George Pickett? Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> set aside from a name, nothing else. You know, set aside from a name, uh, nothing else. Yeah, Pickett's is actually a really interesting part of of the draft. I mean, yeah. he's he's one of those guys just haven't seen enough, but he has super upside. Oh, it's the it's the boomer bust. Yeah, he's really yeah. a boomer bust guy, and just based off, like you said, production and health and all those other things. So uh, he's going to be an interesting. I could see him being a guy that drops because people are asking those questions. And in the top 35 picks, the top 40 picks, the top 60 picks, you, you might have enough depth where you don't want to ask those questions. You want to be able to have answers. Correct. And I'm not sure they have all the answers they want. Or maybe I would be if he's a late first-round guy. Well, and that's I the mean, thing. I think if a team can afford to have a luxury pick and for, for depth purposes, take him and kind of develop him and see where he's at with his knee, then by all means. But I think if a team is wide receiver desperate and they need a guy to come in right away and make a difference, I'm not sure Pickens going to be that guy day one. Uh, Casey, the uh, golf tournament this week is the RBC Heritage, right? That is correct. We have, that's in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Okay. So I just want to give Austin a little bit of a head start Thank because you. we might do some golf picks later in this segment. Yeah, now, the winner okay. 
of this, I believe, gets what the plaid jacket. Uh, yeah, is this correct? is this is one of the jacket ones, correct? Yeah, it's, but it's jacket? like a plaid jacket. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like what you could do here is yeah. somebody. Uh, I'm just going to give you a hint now. Yeah, you don't but have don't, to do you it. Know, okay. But like, I mean, you got you got Hilton Head. Hilton Head's a cool place. You ever been to Hilton Head? Yeah, Spring Break destination. I've never been there Spring Break, but I, I've heard of it. I've never been to Hilton Head. Oh, okay. You but should. I mean, I know what Hilton Head is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hilton Head, uh, you should bring the fam sometime. Spring Break, though, right? Isn't that nah, a big Spring Break Beach. college? That's okay. more Myrtle okay. I mean, Hilton Head, I'm sure it does well at Spring Break, okay. but okay. I think more family oriented, Hilton okay. Head. But, yeah. I'm kidding. I mean, you got to have to bring the fam. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. I know. But, hey. but it's like a three and a half hour ride. It's easy. So you're saying if Tom Brady stayed retired, he might go to Hilton Head with his family? He might. Okay. He I might have you. one of the yachts there at okay. the marina or whatever. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, but I was just thinking because of the plaid jacket. Like, I think what? plaid jacket, I think bagpipes. Like, so maybe a oh, golfer see, this most is, likely to no, uh, see, play this the bagpipes. Is, this is, this bagpipes is why, get played at golf tournaments. This is why you can't do what I do. Because I think of plaid, I think of hipsters. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Hipsters. Oh. Rock plaid. Plaid shirts. Interesting. Well, what, what, what I'm color? not sure you'd call this jacket a hipster jacket. Well, what, what color plaid is it? It's like red. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like red. a traditional. Okay. Yeah, hipsters wear that, Brent. Okay. Yeah, come on, man. Okay. Now, I just can I offer a suggestion? That I, know I guess you're not everyone's take. doing it to me. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> what do you got now? So, so please go around the Bowie's House of Cards and ask for suggestions to my yeah, golf Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, feel yeah. free. Suggestion box yeah. here at the Bowie's because, House of Cards. Go ahead, Casey. To be honest with you, you're in last by a long shot, so I'm just trying to help. Now, listen. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever, though, huh? So, I golf think. Golf picks, you know? And I, well, yeah, 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 you know. You, you hate to lose, though. I know you. You know, you hate yeah, to lose. I, know, I do. It grinds you a little bit that you're losing, okay? Yeah, sometimes I can't sleep at night. I got you. Yeah, so I'm trying to help. So, listen, the week before the Masters, they gave out the green jacket, right? So then this tournament gives out a jacket. I think you could go most likely to be a poser like the Masters (laughs) and the RBC Heritage. Wait, so do they do this like in retaliation of the Masters where it's kind of like a joke? Well, I don't think it's always – it's not always been in this slot, though. It's recently moved to this slot, I believe, or it's moved around. I could be wrong on that, but I I thought it was more of a summer tournament. So I don't think it's connected, my point being, to the Masters. In that sense, but now that it's there, it's certainly uh, you so know. It so, yeah, now it does. So, but th- this is a new slot for the tournament. We think. Yeah, at least somewhat new. It, it might okay. have done it last year, but they've okay. they've really adjusted the calendar over the last couple okay. of years in golf. So, yeah. well, I, I believe this. I don't think this was at this time. But we're not sure. I mean, by all means, keep, you guys keep giving me advice. I can't even get a definitive answer. <laughs> well, you can look it yeah. up. I mean, may, it might have been, maybe not. I don't know. Could it have followed, it could have, it could have followed the Masters? Uh, maybe, right. maybe not. Who knows? Could I be mean, plaid. Could be Hawaii. Well, I don't plaid. know. I mean, I've okay. got that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to give you a little heads up. I've got a different question. <laughs> Something the intervention, like I need help making my golf picks, though, guys, well, right? Well, yeah, I just wanted to give you a little okay. lead time. All okay. Right? I don't want to uh, like this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, did you see JT Daniels transferred to West Virginia? I did see that, yes. Uh, JT Daniels, who transferred from USC to Georgia, looked like he'd be the guy. Never really was the guy due to some injuries, but also Stetson Bennett held him off. Yeah. Still was remarkable at times last year that he did not supplant Stetson Bennett. At some point, they said, we think we can be better here. Sure, sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. But Bennett, to his credit... Earned the opportunity to keep going, earned the faith of the team, won the dang national title. I mean, it's one of the great stories. This kid looks like he's 140 pounds soaking wet. I mean, and five-star University, Georgia, he looks like a one-star. And I'm not trying to criticize him. I think it's an unbelievable story. But, I mean, that's where the – it's a drastic departure from what you would say, that guy just won us a national title. Think about the quarterbacks that have played – at Georgia, like Matthew Stafford, and this is the guy that wins a, a, a national championship. Yeah, it's wild. So JT Daniels goes. Well, it's not like 
Georgia doesn't have anybody else. Carson Beck, a Jacksonville kid, mm-hmm. is still there. Mm-hmm. They also have, uh, if I'm reading my depth chart right here, Brock Vandegrift. He's like a former five-star recruit. Um, and they got a current five-star recruit, I believe, uh, in uh, Gunnar Stockton. Mm-hmm. It's a good name to be a quarterback. Yep. Is Stetson Bennett going to be the guy for Georgia? And who knows how all that plays out. But it's almost like, is this a victory lap? For Stetson Bennett and Jordan, they won a national title. They waited 40 years to win a national title. Yeah. Like this, I, I hate to put it like this because it's going to really sound bad. But I genuinely ask you guys. Like, does it even matter? Does this season even matter to Georgia? They won the national title. If Stetson Bennett's going to at least go out, even if he's not really the best guy, the projectable guy, the guy that might you make you better by the time December, January rolls around. Yeah. I don't you kind of want to just let Stetson Bennett be the guy? Yeah, you do. But, like, we see these stories all the time where, like, you know, the, the, the prolific quarterback goes someplace else and then his replacement does even better. Right? Like, that's the way it kind of goes in college football now with this transfer portal. So, you know, in Georgia's eyes, yeah, they're, they're going to lose a lot off that defense. A oh, lot yeah. off the, I mean, they're losing a lot of, a lot of talented guys. But it's, it's the SEC, Brent. You know what they say about that? It just means more. It just means more, right? So, I mean, if, if you want to be respected, if you want to be, you know, a prolific program, yeah, you won one and that's great. But what, can you reload? Can you do it again? So I still think it's important for Georgia to have a great showing. And, you know, the, the the way the transfer portal is now and guys always coming in and coming out, like, yeah, they, they, they may miss them a little bit, but I'm sure they're going to find somebody else because winning a national championship is the ultimate recruiting tool. Well, so I guess here's where I'm going with it. First of all, Stetson Bennett's capable. Yeah. He proved it. He's capable. Yeah. But you also have, like, three five-star guys potentially behind you. Yeah. Where they're going to be the future of the program, yeah. whether that's now or down the road, yeah. right, or in the next couple of years. And I just... I, it, I wonder in my mind, is this a little bit like, could you be a little bit like the New England Patriots where you're so dang hardcore mm-hmm. and you make these decisions like, okay, it doesn't really seem to make sense to get rid of Stephon Gilmore. We're getting rid of Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, name it. It, it, it. The Patriots do this stuff all the time. It's happened right? all the time, but they, they also, they've also won a lot in doing so. They have. That's yeah. my point. So yeah. is the best decision potentially for Kirby Smart, and again, we don't know. We'll see how this plays out and stuff, but is the best decision to not go with your guy that won the national title. Yeah. But maybe go with one of these other guys that has upside to take well, you to a place, this team, the way it's built, that maybe Stetson Bennett can't. I think that's the fascinating part for Georgia. Well, and here's the biggest question. When we reflect back on last season of college football and the Georgia Bulldogs, you know, shocking Alabama, looking impressive, we don't talk about how Stetson Bennett led the Georgia Bulldogs to the national championship. What we talk about is how that Georgia defense might have been one of the best to ever do it um, in terms of the numbers, in terms of the first-round talent, in terms of everything. So when we talk about that, yeah, that to me is a tall tale sign that you can upgrade the quarterback position. You can do better. And you know how I feel about it. If you can do better, then why not do better? Yeah. Uh, and, and you can't. Listen, Stetson Bennett's not the best quarterback in the country. No. Uh, but it'll be – I just – I mean, Wisconsin, was Wisconsin not getting a phone call or what? I would like to see more Wisconsin. Well, to your point, you know, JT Daniels transfers out. I'm really fat. I'm fascinated with the local kid, Carson Beck. Yeah. He's a, he's a highly recruited kid who ends up, he was, um, uh, I think he was going to go to Florida, or at least he was uh, recruited by Florida, then ends up at Georgia. I guess it's been a few years now, but ends up at Georgia and really hasn't played a lick is my point. Yeah. I mean, JT Daniels transfers in, Stetson Bennett becomes the guy. I mean, 
Carson Beck can't find his way on the field. I don't know how well he's playing, if he's going to get a chance this year or more. I mean, but the fascinating part of it from a Beck point of view, had transfer. Yeah. Everybody transfers. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't played by this point, everybody transfers. Mm -hmm. So maybe he gives it one more shot and sees if he can, you know, get some playing time, win the job, all that uh, stuff. But uh, the Georgia quarterbacks, listen, they're always going to have guys. Kirby recruits the heck out of that Mm -hmm. place. And so – it will just be interesting. I think the Stetson Bennett stuff, uh, once I saw the JT Daniels leaving, it, it really turned me on to the Stetson Bennett story. And since he's coming back, it's like, can he hold these guys off? Yeah. He's a national championship quarterback. He's a legend now yeah. at Georgia. Because you, you're right. He, that defense led the way. Oh, but course. that kid made some big-time plays. Man. He did. I mean, he I did. counted him out. No, I mean, listen. I mean, Twitter, on he, Twitter, I counted him out. That's right. Yep. And that was something he probably should have tweeted. Yes. No, and I agree with you. But, like, yeah. Your, your last like, image can be Stetson Bennett, you know, doing his thing or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, that defense got him there in the first place. Like, the defense got him to the party. Now, maybe, you know, the, your quarterback, he was the life of the party, right? And we all remember that. But the defense drove you to the party. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, they had the car. They did have the car. Uh, and at times, Stetson Bennett doesn't even look like he can drive a car. <laughs> you happy with that? Not really. Yeah, I mean, because he's really probably <laughs> that's messed up though. Because he's really he's from up there in like middle of nowhere, Georgia, that's where he's probably been driving say. a car since he was twelve. No, for sure. You <laughs> drive those back roads, man. Yeah, yeah. sit on dad's lap and drive those back roads. Oh, there's no better feeling than that. I just I, the funny thing is, like, I I, I kid about Stetson Bennett. I think he's it's such a cool story. Yeah. Like, I really do believe they could make a movie out of Stetson Bennett because well, he, just, he really does not look like today's. SEC, D1, national champion. I mean, you're looking at physical specimens yeah. at that pos- position, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Justin Fields of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Trevor. Yeah. I mean, Trevor's like this chiseled face and this six-foot-six guy, you know? Yeah. That is not this guy who just won a national title. Yeah. And I think that that dynamic is fascinating, but also awesome. Like, it's a really cool part of the story, uh, for sure. Brett Martin, Oslin, Casey Kurtz. All right, RBC Heritage. Oh, no. Are we getting late? Um, oh no, your time! <laughs> I just looked, oh, yeah, I just yeah, looked yeah, at yeah. your clock. Oh and yeah, your the clock cl- is off on your computer. Yeah, just yeah. To let you well, know. It's a Dell computer. What do you want from? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't just just go on. You know, don't don't even hey, acknowledge it. I was Why like, I, I, Casey, about? I was like, my gosh, I knew we did an extra hour of radio today, but it's only three fifty six on his four, computer. Four fifty. <laughs> Don't worry about what it, bro, that's, worry about what so, was that's so wrong. Like it's it's I'm trying to get out of break on time here. Uh, but let's go with our golf picks first before we do that. Okay, uh, Casey, give us it. a little tutorial, if you will. Yeah, RBC Heritage again, jackets all around. Uh, pretty pretty good field coming off a major tournament, which is exciting. Uh, if you're a golf fan, a lot of big names in it. Uh, but you win this one pretty straightforward. The distance does not matter. We've yeah. seen that. You need to be yeah. good on approach, and you need yeah. to be able to putt the golf ball so those two things it does not matter anything else you do those two things and you will win well, the tournament east or west course though it doesn't matter a little bit uh east or west course we're gonna have to go with neither on that one harbor town okay. golf <laughs> links by the way i haven't oh. played here before did you yeah really? hey what'd you, what'd you think brent it's great course. How'd, you, how'd you do you know, I actually think I played okay. I don't remember the round, so it wasn't okay. like well, so, so, so save for the podcast, though, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So save for the podcast. That would be my hashtag Dream 18 potential. Boom, there it is. That's true, and I don't want to brag, but I played it virtually via top tracer <laughs> range and shot under par best ball with my friends. So, Did you really? Deal. 
Uh, yeah, you know. That's good. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, no biggie. Uh, I don't like to brag. But anyway, uh, I will take the Irishman Shane Lowry. Oh, good. Well, he'll party like a rock star in Hilton Head. Yeah, he will. You know what? Should I go next here since Brett's in first place or what? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. All right. I gave you enough lead so, time on this. We gave you suggestions. No, no. So, so this is the thing, and this is where I'm going with my pick today. right? I, when, I, when I walked into the Bowie's House of Cards, I didn't think I was going to go this direction, but you guys have now forced my hand, right? Because Brent had the idea of, of something about bagpipes and Scottish golfer. I don't know. It's bagpipes. Casey's trying to chime in. Listen, Casey, you hit the nail on the head, right? I hate to lose. And in the immortal words of Eddie Guerrero, I will lie, I will cheat, and I will steal if I have to win, okay? That's just how I was raised. I have to win. I can't lose. Jeez, I'm losing. Shout out to Bomb. Well, uh, it's Eddie Guerrero, man. I was raised in wrestling. What do you want me to tell you? Okay. Okay? Okay. Anyways, when we talk about these picks, yeah, maybe I could go with the jacket. I could go that's in Hilton Head, and I think it's a spring break destination or maybe a family destination. A lot of possibilities. But I felt like I was getting attacked. I didn't like it. I felt like I was an intervention. I didn't ask for help. If I need help, I will ask for it. So I'm going with a player that looks like he's in need of an intervention. Now, it could be an intervention for, you know, drinking. It could be an intervention for food. It could be an intervention for video games. I'm not going to say. Tiger Woods intervention. I'm not going to say what kind of intervention it is. I'm just saying his picture looks like he's about to go to intervention, and he's not really pumped up about it. So go ahead and give me Scott Pyrus, Piercy. Piracy. Scott Piercy. Scott Piercy. Look at that picture. He ain't pumped up about it. He's, he's, he's going to intervention. He ain't happy. So go and give me Scott Piercy. I'm going to be honest. Casey. He's had an intervention or two. You might want to go really? to his Wikipedia page. Oh, really? Oh, well, no. Not in that. Like, it's it's different than what you're thinking, but it's still a thing. I don't know. I'm thinking a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a was it, was it intervention we, from winning too are much? Are we going to have to have an apology tomorrow? <laughs> I hope Is not. Is this it? Do, do I have to go on the GMAT team podcast and, and apologize? <laughs> Has it come to, to this? You might have. Do you guys got a sponsor? Uh, yes, we do. A couple okay, cool. of them. What do you okay. mean? Do we have a? It's a real thing, you know. Well, hey, I found out yesterday you guys are doing a podcast, and I have sponsors already. Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, we didn't invite you no, to the golf good. podcast. It's all good. <laughs> Casey, should I, should I have a new uh, pick then or what? No, no I think you rolled it. Pearson. Hey, does Piercy well, play left-handed? Piercy mm, righty. He's righty. Was there a Piercy that used to play on tour that was left-handed? I feel like there was. That is unconfirmed at this time. I'll have to double-check that. Um, how about if I go, I recently saw, and I probably missed this like months later. Yeah. I recently saw the uh, Top Gun 2 trailer. <laughs> Terrific. Dude. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah, it's, it looks good. You fired up? Yeah. My wife said it gave her goosebumps. Did it really? Like she was really? excited about well, That's from your air, though, that too. Is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she I mean, I get it. it. You, did you see Goose's sons in it, too, and stuff? Yeah. I mean, okay. I get the whole tie-in. Okay. But I think it could be all right. Okay, yeah, not, not, bad. not yeah. bad. We'll see. All right. We'll, we'll see, see, Brent. I'm looking forward to it. What does that have to do with the pick, though? Is uh, that... Because I'm going with Maverick Nick <laughs> McNeil. <McKinley. laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, how you gonna, how you gonna tie in Hilton Head in South Carolina to Top Gun? Yeah, Maverick gotcha. McNeely, baby. Gotcha. Uh, okay. He's uh, he's gonna be my pick. Not a chalk pick by any means. No, yeah. sir. Not Play, a long, good. For a long shot. Playing no, good, for, though, hey, you know? for, forget me apologizing. No. Yeah, I'm taking Scott Piercy. Oh, you don't have to yeah. apologize. No, I, I saw what he did. No, I'm not apologizing <laughs> for that. I didn't tell you to. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, you're right, Casey. I thought it's something different. <laughs> I know, I know, you did, yeah. and it's not that, but yeah. you know, it's it's something else. Yeah. Uh, Google it, everybody. Not when you're driving. Not when you're driving. Conversation with Jim Furyk coming up a little bit later. Plus, uh, we get back to football at five. Cam Robinson tagged. What does it mean for the Jags, for the draft, for everything else? As we are now just two weeks away. 
two weeks from tomorrow from the NFL Draft that you can hear on ESPN 690. We have special coverage on TV as well, CBS 47 and Fox 30. We got you covered on Action Sports Jacks. We are live from Davoli's House of Cards, football at 5 on ESPN 690. Up next.